Rock of Ages. Legend is up there. That's not Ooh. a good movie. But I love it. I like that one. Sarah, are you playing with your dice again? No, sorry, I'm clipping my nails. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, they're all different lengths and it was bugging me and I can either do it now or I can... You can't do it now, though. (laughs) Either I can do it now or I can spend the whole podcast annoyed at how my nails are different lengths. That's what the 10 minute break is for. I didn't notice it during the 10 minute break. (laughs) Welcome to Monster Pod. (laughs) The pod that is apparently host to monsters. (laughs) I mean, she's not on like a public transit. I've seen that. It's terrible. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know. Well, now I can't go to Canada because that's (laughs) happened there. Oh, honey, lots of things have happened in public transit in Canada. You've you've just ruined a whole country for me. Oh, Travis, I was looking up relics for uh, the next... uh, afternoon if I was going to do. And there is a relic that's just like some saint's entire like toenail clippings. No! no. <laughs> we will be talking about it. <laughs> I, uh... Is this to get back at me for the Sandown clown thing? Yes. That's terrible and I hate it. <laughs> um, no, I was going to ask each of you as like an intro to the episode what the worst thing you've seen on public transit is. And I think Sadie named hers. <laughs> <laughs> It was specifically toenails, which makes it worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we have to burn Canada now? Just napalm it like they did at the end of Jurassic Park. Just raise the whole fucking country. <laughs> the worst thing I ever saw was a woman eating kimchi out of a glass jar at 7 o'clock in the morning. And between each bite, she would unscrew the jar open it, use her metal fork to clink around inside it, and then screw it back on so you had all of the jar sounds, the clinking sounds, and the smell of kimchi. It just sounds like Chinatown. I <laughs> Sarah? <laughs> I've never experienced anything terrible on public transportation. What about a plane? <laughs> no, people have more or less been normal. Man, maybe we should move to the Midwest. No one's committing, like, crimes on public transit. Emily, Emily, it is minus 40 in the winter. You cannot handle that. You'll die, Emily. You'll die. I don't know. I would much prefer to be way too cold than hot. That's not too cold. That's that's, that's frozen. You just don't go outside. You can't. Yeah, we have skyways You legitimately cannot go outside. Yeah, you just don't go outside. Your- which I'm already doing. <laughs> Look at me, not going outside. I'm Emily. I'm your keeper of monsters. <laughs> keeper of very broken friends. <laughs> she cl- I'm done clipping my nails now, I promise. Oh, good. <laughs> Who introduces themselves next? I'm pretty sure it's me. <laughs> it is Hi, Travis. I'm Travis. I'm not currently clipping my nails because I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> And I play Buddy Norman on that podcast, your friendly neighborhood Bigfoot. Who's also not clipping his nails. No, he's not. I'm Sarah. I play Thomas and Key. She's a spooky, and all of my nails are the same length now. I'm Sadie. I play Jimmy. I'm not doing anything weird currently. I'm just sitting here like a normal fucking person recording a podcast. (laughs) I meant to buy Sarah a fidget cube and have it sit with her. (laughs) That would have solved this whole situation. Yeah. I mean, that is why I am constantly playing with my dice. I just do it on the mouse pad now. So last time on Monster Pod, you guys visited some joke shops. Which led us to absolutely nothing. It did not, because that was never part of the plan. (laughs) You um, fought some cherubs. Is that what they were? Yeah. They were kind of like that from the moment she mentioned baby. I even called them cherubs. I just thought they were when I picked up the dude and threw it at another dude. I said, I pick up the cherub. I just assumed it was like a little (laughs) satyr, you know, like Danny DeVito and Hercules. Oh, no, no. I actually did picture Danny DeVito and Hercules, but as a cherub. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, these were um, like baby bodied, man headed, small. So Danny DeVito. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> you just really my idea here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Danny DeVito with a mustache. There's a lot of Danny DeVito in this mystery. I actually pictured it more of like a a, a Matt Lucas, less oh, grizzled okay. than Danny DeVito. Like Matt Lucas with a hair. 
Anyways, um, you fought them. Someone came in and left you guys a treat. Oh, Matt Lucas. Okay, sorry. Yes, continue. <laughs> Sadie's apparently on a 30-second delay. <laughs> Pretty much always. Um, so you guys, the, the cherubs and whoever came and picked them up, left you an IV bag containing a packet of seeds and a roll of stamps uh, that had the message, uh, not long now, written on the back of them. We're going to die. This is the episode where we die. Is there a bird hospital in Atlantis? Did you just say a bird hospital? We have hospital clues and seed clues. Birds eat seeds. Therefore, bird hospital. <laughs> bird hospital. <laughs> it's perfect logic, Emily. I don't know why you're questioning it. <laughs> I followed immediately. That's called a veterinarian's office. No, it's a bird <laughs> hospital. Veterinarian clinics. Do all sorts of animals. Also, <laughs> do you know what? I'm not even going to get into the ecosystem of the floating city of Atlantis. <laughs> There's going to be birds there. It's in the sky. It's too Remember? high for birds. They probably hit a few and they got to fix their wings up before they can fly if away back home. If it's too high for birds, how's everybody breathing? That's what the trident does. It's magic. <laughs> We should probably get Poseidon's fork back. Do you not remember the last time that you made up shit mid mid mystery? Do you not remember? What <laughs> That's happened? why I came up with all of the backstory before we started. <laughs> Atlantis exists in a magic bubble in the sky that is powered by Poseidon's trident, which has been stolen. And since it's not in the place where it's actively plugged into the city, some bad shit's gonna happen. So as you guys are standing in Jimmy's hotel room while he's tooting up a storm, is there also mice-based plumbing in this universe? (laughs) So you guys are standing in Jimmy's hotel room where he's tooting up a storm because he ate that healing pill. You guys experience a minor earthquake. Everyone roll, act under pressure. <laughs> Sometimes I think she While we do that, tell us about the plumbing. It's normal ass plumbing. <laughs> I got a 12. I have an 8. I got a 7. <laughs> Just so much fun making her mad. <laughs> At least I understand has- why my brothers teased me now. <laughs> the best part of this is we're making her mad from away. Yeah, I'm in a room where I can get punched. Yeah. (laughs) So, Jimmy, you managed to stay upright. I don't know, core strength or whatever. (laughs) Buddy, you fall over. You land on the bed. You're fine. You rolled an eight? Uh, seven. Oh, no. Thomason, you fall over on the bed. So you're (laughs) fine. Buddy, (laughs) your center of gravity is all fucked up, I guess, because... I mean, I change heights often, so it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, you are, like, thrown violently, even though it wasn't that big of an earthquake, but you hit the bathroom door. I do that, like, very over-exaggerated yes. fall. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like you're a cartoon falling. Yeah. <laughs> I probably go... <laughs> yeah. No one takes any harm, though. <laughs> I mean, good. <laughs> uh, Buddy notices the bruise on his shin and assumes it's from the fall. He and got bruised being... by a cherub. Yeah, I was gonna say, not being, like... Which headbutted his shin? Basically. Yeah. They're about two feet tall, so yeah, that would be like just under the knee. But he's gonna do a quick J to try to fix his shin bruise. <laughs> the one harm that you took? Yeah! I can smoke weed to magically heal my injuries. I'm gonna do it. With that logic, I feel like Buddy is never actually hurt. Like <laughs> I rolled a nine, which means I smoke an alright weed. It heals my little bruise. You cough a little, though. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so we need to go to a hospital, right? I'm still not sure what the what oh, the flowers mean, yeah, but we definitely decided we gotta go to a hospital. um, is there one hospital for the whole city, or that would be convenient? <laughs> is no. there a hospital that has some kind of flower theme to it, like a Persephone or something like that, or Demeter? Mm-hmm. No, say three hospitals. One every three floors, so, like, there's one on the third floor, which is kind of the shitty part of town that you are in. There's one in the mid-level, and that's your You gotta level. see some out, like, Sim City, or your citizens get crying. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, not gonna make any Civ 6 references, because no one's gonna get them. <laughs> uh, and then there's one, like, up on the, 
the higher floors that I'm pretty sure caters mostly to like plastic surgery and that kind of. But you don't know this, so never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that we could probably go to the nicer hospital because so far everything's been in kind of the nicer parts of town, right? That seems to be who is the peanuts and stuff seemed like they came from the nicer part of town. Yeah. And if they're targeting the like theater people, I mean, it could go one of two ways. It seems like they're they're targeting the like board members of the theater people, so they would be in the fancier hospital. If it was, you know, did anyone get taken to the hospital after the explosion, or did they all die? We don't know because there was a snake. I will give you that um, no one was taken to the hospital. Uh, they were checked, or if they were, they were just checked out for like minor injuries because the center of the blast seemed to be that one table. And it, what the fuck? Was that sound? Was me a can opening. Open a can, and then you paused. So I paused. <laughs> <laughs> um, the blast was centered around that one table, and it killed everybody. So now, who's the podcast criminal? <laughs> you. Still you. Yeah, it's still you. <laughs> That's still a very specific weird. Sadie might get a fine, but you're going into like a deep dark cell. <laughs> you have to go to Arkham for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the nicer hospital. At least start there. I I I don't know. It's a gut feeling. Okay, so the issue that you guys run into is that it's the night times and you don't Oh have, yeah, we were supposed to go to sleep. You don't have but Hector the- and Irene's um cell phone number. Their cell phone number? <sighs> <laughs> I will need you guys to do some rolls to see if you can figure out how to get places on your own. Certainly there are signs. I will roll. I'm just saying, like, logically, we could. Ooh. Uh, yeah, roll me plus sharp on this. Uh, I got a 10. So 14 altogether. I got double 10. Oh, okay. Buddy just smoked a so J. Smart. And he rolled a four. Well, that's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. All right. So between. He'll be back next year. Between Jimmy and Thomason, <laughs> they ask the concierge downstairs, and the concierge, like, calls you a cab. You must be staying in a nice hotel if there's a concierge. <clears throat> I mean, it's not, like, crazy nice, but, like, maybe a two or three star. I guess concierge may be a broad term, like, the person at the front desk. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're not staying at the Four Seasons. That's what, that's what a concierge <laughs> evokes to me. Really? Yeah. 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 Concierge is a separate position than the front desk person. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But like, I've been to. They usually have a different desk just off of the front desk. I've been to less nice hotels that still had a Rob Schneider. (laughs) Anyway. Get that joke. Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2. I guess he was the bellboy. So it didn't have a. uh... So you mean Curry. So you've been to hotels with staff. It didn't have a Tim Curry. <laughs> he was a concierge. Not, not you know, manager. like Hector Elizondo, maybe? <laughs> in Princess Diaries? No, in Pretty Woman. I've never... You know what? We're actually not going to get into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys managed to, to find your way up to the 10th the level where there's like a super bougie hotel. Not hotel. Hospital. A hotel for sick people, if you will. If you really think about it. <laughs> You guys managed to find the, give me a second, Atlantis General. (laughs) All right. They don't really have saints in the Greek pantheon, so Heracles Hospital seemed like really on the nose. I was going to call it Saint Herc. (laughs) Saint Herc. (laughs) This is like the ER hospital where the mid-level one is the Scrubs Hospital, and then the one under that is the Grey's Anatomy Hospital, because I don't think they actually do any doctoring in Grey's Anatomy, so... They do a lot of doctoring in Grey's Anatomy. They just also screw each other in the on-call room. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so you guys are there. Um, And I guess we should probably, like, investigate a mystery to see if there is anything suspicious happening around? I guess. I'm, like, trying to figure out how the flowers work into it, so... Yeah, I feel like we're probably wrong, really wrong about something about this. But, you know, while we're here for a little while, you guys were kind of on the right track. God damn it. And now we're no longer. When was that? Like episode one or? No, it was towards the end of the last episode. Did we do the last episode? It was literally 20 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, what we established in the last episode was a lot of the stuff that we were getting came from nicer places, which is why I chose the nicer hospital. Yeah. So that's all I've got. And I think we just anyway knew we had to go to a hospital. So that's an 11 for investigative mystery. What were you planning on doing before the, the cherub attack? I don't know. Oh, God, I don't know. Sleeping? <laughs> <clears throat> what were we gonna do? But shit, what were we gonna do? Before I know. We I'm attack? trying to think. We had to go home and sleep. We had a plan. We were gonna go look at the catalyst. The- yes. Yeah. But now we've got this other thing, <laughs> <laughs> and it's still nighttime. Um. So that's an eleven on your investigative mystery roll. Uh. Yes. Uh. So yeah, you get um. You get two questions. Okay. So I'm just gonna be very hands off and like guiding you guys. So. Have fun. <laughs> Here, here's a question. Here's a question. Are there mm. any cast members working or... Uh, um, Dying? To which Dying? I would present my own question to you. How the fuck would you know? Ask the nurses. Well, I assume all hospitals in Atlantis have a full list of everybody who works and or is admitted to the hospital posted on the front door so you can see it when you walk in. (laughs) With their profession? Yeah. Like the menu for a fancy restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure you guys know how hospitals work, and I'm a little worried. (laughs) We're American. No, we don't. (laughs) It costs too much money. We can't go to hospitals. Okay. So what I will give you is that you walk into the hospital. And it is, in fact, a nicer end hospital. And there is a human woman <laughs> sitting behind a desk <laughs> in front. So I, so I ask her that. Okay, what exactly do you say to this woman? Are there any actors here? Jesus Christ. Actually, yeah. Let's just be general about it, because we don't have the cast list, so we don't actually no. know names of people. And the only names that we do know are definitely dead. Wait, Emily, important question. Hmm. Do they have HIPAA in Atlantis? <laughs> yes, because... <clears throat> Damn it. I just... <laughs> Most of our medical practices on that level originated in ancient Greece, which I don't know With if you've noticed. <laughs> yeah. You know the Hippocratic Oath? <laughs> I don't know. They could have a completely different like concept of like privacy. You they probably know. have actual Hippocrates. <laughs> He's probably a doctor. He's one of the Grey's Anatomy's doctors. Screwing someone in the on-call room. <laughs> Pythagoras. It's what he it's did really when weird. he retired from Greece. Okay, if you can send me fan fiction of Monster Pod Universe Hippocrates <laughs> and Pythagoras, I will also throw in a tote bag. <laughs> In the Grey's Anatomy universe. (laughs) The Grey's Anatomy Monster Pod crossover you've all been waiting for. The Monster Pod Grey's Anatomy Greek. uh, Ancient Greece. Intellectuals. Okay. So Thomason just asks the receptionist if there are any actors staying there. Yes. She will preface preface it with, I know this is a weird question, but. Oh, good. (laughs) <laughs> Roll manipulate someone. And then Buddy leans in and goes, stage actors only, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which I believe uh, is a help out action. That's a 10. Oh. Yeah. Buddy, I guess, adds one to it, but you didn't really need it. Did you give her a reason for why you need this information? No. No, it's none of her business. I think it kind of absolutely is. Do, it we is. Have, do we have badges from the cops here? No. No? no? Okay. Um, they still think so we I- did this. <laughs> Tell her it's a matter of the city staying in the sky. Okay. That's not terrifying. Fair enough. Let's, okay. We're looking for Poseidon's fork, and we think actors might have something to do with it. Okay. No, that will work, because (laughs) you guys rolled so well for some fucking reason. Hard us off to the mental health unit. That's what's going to happen. And people just believe what I say, or they think I'm crazy, so mental health unit still on the table. (laughs) So the, the woman, like, stares at you for a minute. Like, trying to suss out what what the hell is going on. How but... many straight jackets she needs to order. <laughs> and what sizes. Um, yeah. But given that there was just that big earthquake, she's more inclined to believe that this is a keeping the city in the sky matter. Uh, so she starts typing in to her, her computer and says, I, that's not really a search uh, parameter that I, I have. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were just familiar with your patients as people. I am a receptionist. <laughs> are, are you looking for someone with a specific injury? I might be able to, to like, help Anybody you there. injured by a joke product gone wrong? That's actually a really good question, because I was... <laughs> I was going to ask if anyone got injured by flowers. <laughs> um, oh, oh, we're looking. Oh, the, the thing we're looking for is definitely one of those flowers that sprays water in your face. Um, mm. So she starts typing it again. <laughs> and she says, we don't, unless they're amateur actors. Um, but for joke products, we don't have any anything like that. We have the man who, who came in after that. Um, traffic incident with the banana peels. That's the closest I can get. Oh, yeah. We should definitely talk to that guy. Yeah, let's go see him. It's not our immediate thing, but that is definitely someone who's on the list that we should have talked to like two or three episodes ago. I wanted to, (laughs) if I could remind you. We got distracted by a giant snake. (laughs) I think that happened well after the banana peel. No, it was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, a couple hours after. Yeah, the didn't like peel. the banana peel happened when we were on our way to the restaurant after the explosion, and then the snake happened, and we we got we got very distracted. We we get sidetracked a lot. We all have ADD, and we got attacked by giant babies. We're trying to be napping right now, and instead we're talking to a banana slip injury person. Did he slip on a banana, or did the banana cause the traffic accident? The banana caused the traffic as- accident. Okay, thank you. No, an accident. It was a big butt. <laughs> I've had quite a few alcohols. <laughs> so were you talking to the guy who had the banana peel accident? Yeah, so she says, all right, that's going to be um, Marcus Drake. He's on the fourth floor in, I don't know what different hospital sections are called. In the Play-Doh wing. <sighs> no, he's in the Pythagoras ring. Wing. Ring? Yeah, it's round. I- <laughs> she sends you up to the third floor with a room number. Let's go talk to Marcus. Oh, okay. Um, so you guys head up there, and uh, you take the elevator up to the third floor. And as you get off the elevator, you can hear some sort of commotion coming from one of the hallways. And do you go, like, what do you, what do, you do? You hear... um. Like voices we, talking, we probably and some go crashing. In. We probably go in. Yeah, I would commotion. say we'll probably go check out the commotion. Yeah, yeah. Okay, buddy's uh, a commotion checker outerer. You guys head down the hallway and you uh, run into two people who are are running away from the sound. Um, a woman in a doctor's coat and a large burly man dressed up like an orderly because I guess they don't wear togas at this hospital. They just wear like scrubs like normal hospitals. <laughs> it's the only pants in the entire city. Scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> you can see that they're a little beat up, disheveled, um, and they're just kind of booking it away from it. From the noise? Can we stop them and ask like what the hell they're running from? Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I have to roll for that. Yeah, that's manipulate someone. Well, that's a six. Yeah, they just shove uh, by you and say sorry and uh, keep going down the hall. I tried. Buddy keeps going towards the ruckus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of our job. That's kind of what we do. Uh, uh, someone roll me plus sharp. Or all of you, actually. I'm just going to say, should we do like a read about a situation? Read about. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that would be more of a read about situation. Go ahead and do that. Sharp. Well, yeah. seven. <clears throat> Ten. Eleven. Okay. Jimmy, you definitely notice that the big burly man that was running away had, like, a large bite mark on one of his arms. Oh, great. And Thomason, you also notice. Buddy, your thumb is up your ass. You don't... I rolled a no. 10. No, you rolled a 10. I, I got a 7. seven. <laughs> I got a 7. I am not paying attention. Swap those. <laughs> Thomason's doing her nails. <laughs> <laughs> She stopped midway down the hallway because she noticed they were all different lengths. <laughs> and buddy, you also noticed that he had a chunk taken out of his arm, and it was a little like green and and gross looking. Mm. Uh, so you guys reach a door towards the end of the hall, and unfortunately, you notice it is the room number that you were headed for. That's not great. Well, farts. So you're currently outside of the room. 
Buddy tries to peek before going in to see what might be in there. Roll act under pressure. Eleven. Okay. So, Buddy, you kind of put your head around the corner, and as you're doing that, you see something green and long, like, kind of whip towards you, but you manage to duck out of the room before it can hit you. Okay. Like another snake? If this is another snake, I'm out of here. Well, it's probably a flower that's gone crazy. Oh, like a vine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Buddy says, fuck! And goes on in there. (laughs) I mean, the good news is it seems like we're in the right place. (laughs) Yeah, well. <laughs> it would be wild if you weren't. Good news seems generous. <laughs> Actually, this is an entirely like unrelated monster incident. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Poseidon's trident. You never know. So, buddy, you enter the room and you are faced with an eight foot tall thick greenish gray stem surrounded by a mass of tangled vines and like broad dark green leaves with red veins running through them um and at the top of the stem is a massive hinged flat head with the same red veins running up towards like a venus flytrap like mouth that is dripping a red liquid guys it's not just the daisy (laughs) it's scarier than just the daisy uh, it has no perceivable eyes, but I need you to roll, act under pressure again. To not poop? <laughs> Actually, I'm assuming that's all of us. Yeah, and Jimmy's at disadvantage. Oh. Motherfucker, I got a four. No, a five, but still bad. Oh. I got a six. I'm level up this brown though. I rolled a six, but I get a plus three, so I have a nine. Okay, so buddy, you managed to keep your... I don't fully poop. Yeah, you... <laughs> You managed to stay pretty quiet. Thomason. I just let out a little squeaker. Thomason, you apparently have allergies. So (laughs) you sneeze, and Jimmy tries to take a step forward and lets out a little. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about the nervous tummy. (laughs) The flower, even though it doesn't have eyes, it can still sense you, um, and it turns its big fleet. Venus flytrap head towards you and whips three vines out that wrap themselves around your various ankles and start to drag you into the room. No, thank you. Um, can I try and like cut it <laughs> with my sword? Do I? Have to, yeah. Do I have to add a disadvantage, or is that just no? Hard? It's just sneaking and trying to be quiet. Okay. It's basically acting under pressure. Okay. But this is a kick some ass. That's a ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Um, I'm gonna, with my little, like, baton sword thing, try and slash it away from my ankles. Okay, you managed to get a pretty good cut in it, um, but when you cut it, it does bleed a sticky red sap that a little bit splashes on your ankle and it, like, stings. Mm. Hmm, that's not great. No. And Buddy's gonna use the saw blade on his multi-tool and try to just, like, saw through the vine that's got him. That's gruesome. <laughs> It's what he's got. I mean, I guess he could also turn into a Bigfoot and try to just rip his way through it, but his first move is definitely going to be use the multi-tool. Yeah, roll kick some ass. <laughs> oh, that's not a great roll. Oh, I, I fucked that right up. Uh, Yeah, that's a six. You like basically just stab your multi-tool into it, and uh, it spurts out some of that red sap that gets on your hand and burns it and gives you a one harm, and you're... Uh, hand now kind of has like a shiny red burn on it so it's gonna be a little tender well that's not fun so it drags you well it doesn't drag jimmy um but it drags the other two into the room and as you like are drawn closer to it um you notice that it's taken up pretty much the whole hospital room um and you also see between its venus fly trappy teeth a human hand sticking out unpleasant Sorry, Marcus. So I'm going to try something. Ooh. A new move that I grabbed from the <laughs> Hex playbook called Burn Everything. <laughs> uh, and it is when you use magic to inflict harm, you can choose to inflict three harm area magic obvious or three harm ignore armor magic obvious, which is a lot of nonsense words. Um, but I think she's going to set it on fire. Kind of like a... Um, devil's snare situation. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Magic. Magic fire. We generally assume the guy that's been eaten is dead, right? I mean, you saw that the hand. You can live without a hand. <laughs> I mean, I will say that's what Thomason is assuming. Well, right now he's living with only a hand, and that is much harder to do. <laughs> there are not many vital organs in the hand. I mean, you don't know what Atlantean physiology is. <laughs> can you imagine if your, like, vital organs were in your hand? <laughs> Gloves would be a lot more prevalent. I got an eight on that. Hmm. Is that just a standard use magic roll? Yeah. So you set it on fire. Hell yeah. I will say Thomason is actually very surprised because I don't think she's ever actually done this before. Yeah, she's going to be super surprised because it's the first time she's done that kind of magic. So you take one harm um, because it gives you just a massive fucking headache. Yeah, that's fair. I have to assume that Buddy and Jimmy are like, the fuck? But you have... And maybe a little bit on fire? Yeah. Uh, did you say that deals three harm? Three harm, yes. Three harm in area. Okay, so the plant is, like, letting out that horrible screeching sound that, like, the aliens let out when they're dying. Uh, <laughs> and it's 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 very hurt. Um, and when it opens its mouth to scream, the hand just kind of falls out onto the floor, but you don't see any more body parts. Uh, so yeah, he's a little digested. It also starts to flail around wildly, so everyone roll me and act under pressure. Jimmy? Um, uh, your thing doesn't apply to this one. Uh, I got an eight. I also got an eight. I got a ten. Okay. Jimmy and Thomason, you managed to dive out of the way of being hit openly, um, but you don't land very well. And you land on a pile of vines and notice that it also has thorns. Uh, so each take one harm of stabbing damage. And, uh, buddy, you kind of just sidestep it. <laughs> I do the same trip that I did in the uh, hotel room, but this time it works in my advantage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's say you guys each have time to get like one more move in before it starts uh, wildly flailing again and we have to do this again. Yeah, I'm going to, I don't know. Budfoot punch it in the face? I think you're a little short to get it in the face. Or in the... The stem? The, the, yeah. The, okay. the plant part of the plant? Like the main part of the plant? Something that I can just punch it. Okay. Yeah, roll Something that's not completely on fire so I don't burn my fingies? Yeah, I think <laughs> Thomason set like a lower part on fire, like towards the root end if... Ooh, I've got a green dye. Yeah, I'm a red dye. it's like... A piece of it is on fire and not like the whole thing is suddenly a flame. Yeah. Ooh. I rolled a 13. Damn. And what is your, uh... Uh, my base harm is three. Okay, so, buddy, you managed to scramble up the pile of vines and stuff on the, on the ground, and you punch it in the stem? Close to the head, but since it's eight feet tall and buddy is... What, like seven-ish? Uh, he's fully butted, so he's probably a little over seven feet, yeah. Okay, you can't quite reach its head just because of the flailing and the height. Uh, but you punch through <laughs> its stem. Okay. Fast enough that it doesn't have time to start leaking sap, so you get your hand out before it, like, burns you again. <laughs> and this thing, like, the part where you punched it, it snaps off and kind of falls over. So you have severed the top like foot of its stem and its head from the stem, which is now just spraying that red sap. That's not great. No, that's not good. Well, I think Buddy's just going to move out of the way of this red sap. Yeah. I mean, you've killed it. So can we like, Oh, it's dead then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can we like exit, like sidestep or like exit the room until the sap start stops spraying? Like, yeah. Can we like duck out of the way? Do you like an act under pressure? It's not spraying it that far. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's just like a, a weak kind of like, <laughs> that was a horrible sound effect. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't well, That's Jimmy? what Jimmy was doing. <laughs> <laughs> All four of us told the exact same joke four different ways. So yeah, you guys step, you guys step back out into the hall where the, the doctor, the, the doctor lady and her big orderly are, are waiting. Um, the, Big Orderly has picked up an axe, probably from one of those breaking case of fire Mart. things. 
but he's kind of just standing there. And from the fact that he's like a very large hulking man with like tattoos and stuff, you kind of wish that he had been there like three minutes ago. Yeah, that would have been useful. Is this Dave Batista? It might be Jodie Foster and David Batista from Hotel Artemis. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I figured no one except us had seen that movie. <laughs> it was a surprisingly good movie. It's a very yeah, good movie. Sol- solid film. But yeah, that's who you're faced with. Like an older woman um, with her hair in like a tight bun who doesn't have a weapon, but... <laughs> her weapon's Dave Batista, I just I assume. Yeah. Yeah. But she has a little name tag that says uh, Dr. Eugenia, and then he has a little name tag that says Nurse Nick, because we don't do last names here. <laughs> I was going to call him Rick. <laughs> and then you called him Nick. Yeah. I was going to call just him seemed like an ick name. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a CK sort of guy. <laughs> this is Nurse Drax. <laughs> <laughs> so that was terrible. Um, I would like to ask the doctor what the hell happened. Yeah, uh, I will give you that without any sort of role. <laughs> um, she kind of peeks her head around to make sure that it's good to go. And she like leans over to the nurse and says, could you cauterize that st- stem so it stops leaking whatever that is? And like he nods and I guess goes to find a blowtorch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a hospital. They have one. Yeah. Uh, and she says, well, I'm not, I don't know how it started, um, but that was one of my trauma victims, trauma patients. There we go. (laughs) Both, I guess. He was in after, after a vehicle accident and I don't know, there was a flower delivery and after the, the delivery person left, I went in to check on him and the, the plant had grown teeth. Was there any indication who the flower delivery was from? There wasn't any card, but Nick was at the desk when it was delivered, so he might be able to give you more of a, a description. I assume we all just immediately look at Nick. <laughs> yeah. He's got a blowtorch out, just <laughs> <laughs> very carefully, like, cauterizing the stem. <laughs> He lifts up his uh, welding mask, I guess. I don't know how this works. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it was a uh, younger guy, delivery uniform, so nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, he just had a small potted plant that was supposed to go to Mr. Drake here, and uh, he was very insistent that he do the delivering, and I mean, it was just a plant, so we let him through. What was Mr. Drake's deal? Like, what do you know much about Like, what he did for a living or who he was? Oh, yeah, he was one of our, I guess, more famous patients. And the, the doctor looks at the clipboard that she was still holding. She's like, uh, he was a uh, a playwright. Mm. Motherfucker. Did he happen to write the Hermes play by any chance? Yeah, he actually just won an award for it. Of course he did. Travis, no kitty cuddles during the podcast. She was trying to eat my crumbs of croissant. So she had to get picked up. I feel like that's a mean rule. I <laughs> That makes me just want to go pick up June right now. She would hate it, but I would get cuddles. Well, I'm getting cuddles, and I still get to do recording. No, Minnie, you can't rub your face on the mic. See, that's why there's no kitty cuddles during recording. <laughs> well, she had an important thing to add to the podcast. Anyways. So the guy who wrote the play is in the hospital. The board member was in the hospital. Was in the hospital. <laughs> he's still in the hospital, technically. But I mean, he's no longer. Uh, I think kind of he is in the plant's digestive system. Yeah, yeah, he's in some juices right now. Yeah. Why is that the word you needed to use? Because it's digestive juices. Haven't you ever watched a nature documentary? Just, I just. Anyway, fluids, digestive fluids. No, is that none better? of it is better. It's not. It's not better. It's all. It's all bad. Those moist digestive fluids, Sarah. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You're the worst. I lost my fucking train of thought. The man was in the hospital. The people who financed the play got blown up. That's yes. It definitely feels like someone came in here to finish the job. Like the banana peel incident was not enough to get it done. What's what's the likelihood that these people have like? A security camera situation in the hospital. 
Not in the patient rooms. Um, hallway? At, like, at the nurse's station where he's talking. Yeah, say even at, like, the front desk or the front entrance. Why don't you guys roll me investigate a mystery? Oh, that's a ten. Uh, nine. Ten. Okay, yeah, you guys go ahead and figure out how you're going to get the security footage. Ask nicely. <laughs> you head down to the nurse's station. We, um, I don't know why I thought Jimmy was going to be the one was who that a question? charm. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say, we, you know, try and talk to some nurses and explain that we're trying to help out with, uh, I've already forgotten his fucking We killed name. the giant plant that was terrorizing their hospital. I feel like they would be inclined to help us out. But do they know? Yeah, we should have at least a little bit of street cred in this hospital. Yeah, you head over to the nurse's station and ask the, the nice lady sitting there. And she's like, well, I don't have access to it. If you go down to the basement where security is, uh, I mean... They'll be able to run the tapes. <laughs> yes, they the have the technology. <laughs> it's on seaweed? That, that was... Go eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, if you, you head down there, um, Nick will take you. And uh, should I call the police? I mean, probably. Buddy leans over and goes, uh, we are the police. Roll manipulate not. someone. <laughs> we absolutely are not. <laughs> I mean, I think Buddy is actually convinced that he might be police now. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think they really need police anymore. We kind of did the dang thing. That's a 12. <laughs> she believes you. <laughs> and because I have that move uh, mastered, he is also an ally. Oh my God. The nurse at the nurse's station? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so Nick is going to take you downstairs where a security guard. Um, is is just sitting down there in his dark blue toga, <laughs> eating a lunch from a metal lunchbox. I don't know what security people do in their off time. Yeah, that's just eat right. lunch, and that's it. They show up to work, they eat their lunch, they go home. Yes. It's always, it has to be in uh, one of those metal lunchboxes. You know, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The ones that kind of look like toolboxes. I yeah. have um, those in middle school. <laughs> we'll unpack that later. <laughs> He's sitting down there and he's like, oh god, thank- I was hoping someone would, would come down here. I wasn't sure what to do. What's happening? What? In regards to what? Yeah. Well, there were a bunch of people running around on the third floor, panicked. Oh but- yeah, there was a big uh, flower that was eating everybody. We took care of it. Huh. Yeah. Um, what can I help you with? <laughs> oh, we were hoping to see who brought that weird flower. Yeah, okay. So he d- clicks around, I guess. And pulls up a, a video of exactly what Nick said it was. A a young man. Not like young man, but like. Can we enhance the image on his name tag? <laughs> CSI style. <laughs> He's not wearing one. But what if we see like a reflection from like a mirror and then like reverse it and like hit enhance and make the pixels all big? It's not CSI. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's a... Uh, <laughs> Dark-haired, younger man. Um, he's in a gray, like, uniform toga <laughs> um, with, like, a little messenger bag. And uh, he's carrying just a, a small potted plant. Um, and you see him talk to the nurse at the nurse's station while Nick is there doing paperwork or whatever the fuck orderlies do when they're not ordering. Orderling. <laughs> <laughs> and you see them kind of... Not have a heated exchange, but you can tell that he's very insistent, like he's pointing down the hall and like gesturing at the plant. And I'm trying to remember what movie it was. Beverly Hills Cop. (laughs) That's a movie? Where Eddie Murphy gets into the building by insisting that he has to be the one to deliver the package and like getting a little belligerent about it until they finally just let him up. (laughs) Because that's exactly what that was based on. (laughs) so that kind of scenario exactly that scenario exactly that scenario (laughs) so they just like wave him down the hall like just to to get rid of him and then he's there for a few minutes and then you see him uh walk out and like wave to the people at the uh the nurse's station again and um just before he leaves frame you see a tall brunette woman like greet him and they walk out together Interesting. Ask the security guard if he knows who either of them are. Says, no, I haven't seen them. Um, but one second. Do they have facial recognition software in Atlantis? <laughs> and can we enhance it? No. 
Enhance. Enhance. Was that no to both questions or just the enhancing? <laughs> I'm getting to it, but there's you guys saying dumb shit. Minnie is hitting the uh, blind cords. You'd think that you'd be used we to it. We are all in cahoots shit. to make you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's what we're here for. So the security guard says, wait just a second. And like he clicks around some more and he said, this is from our front entry a few minutes after that. I have this video from a few minutes after they left the hallway um, of them leaving. I don't know if that's helpful. Seeing as you're here asking questions, it sounds likely. Who's to say? Uh, (laughs) It's related to Jimmy. (laughs) Or another Thomason relative. It could really go either way. So he pulls up another video, and you see the the young man and the tall brunette woman um, exiting, and a chariot pulls up, um, driven by a oddly, I guess you'd be about six feet tall, kind of lumpy man in a big coat. Does he look like he might be three men in one coat? It's entirely possible. <laughs> um, if I could get you guys to roll me a plus sharp. Does it look like a face that I have picked up and thrown at another face? Eight. Seven. Eight. So from that, um, Buddy, you can tell that that is Buddy and Jimmy, because you've both been pretty close to these things. Uh, You recognize the face as being um, one of the cherubs. That man is actually three men. (laughs) Which, remember, that's not illegal. <laughs> and you also it's not illegal to be secretly three men. <laughs> not actually. No, illegal it's not to illegal be to be kids three in kids in a trench coat. <laughs> um, but you guys notice that there is some sort of symbol on the side of the chariot, but you cannot tell what it is. It's a little too blurry. Enhance. Enhance. Not how it works. <laughs> they don't have that capability. Wait, Thomas, do you have magic? Use magic enhance. <laughs> Can I use magic to enhance? <laughs> now explain to me what Thomason's like power powers are. Uh enhancing images mainly. <laughs> um she could using her telekinesis manipulate the recording so it's better. Not how that works. Okay. <laughs> um so the security guard says I can I can like print this out for you if you need reference pictures. I mean sure. hurt. Someone else might be able to... We should probably give them to the actual cops anyways. Yeah. Uh, So he prints out the the picture of them getting in the chariot with the three kids in a trench coat. Uh, And he says, you know, that symbol looks vaguely familiar. I can't quite place it, though. Please tell me it's a good restaurant. (laughs) No. I haven't eaten in, like, two hours? I don't know. It probably hasn't been that long. Is it anything to do with, like... A rival theater company, for example. No, I don't think they usually do branded chariots for I mean, theater companies. You never fucking know in Atlantis. Is that a delivery service? The The security guard stares at it, frowning, and he's like, I think that's a postal service the chariot. The stamp. Forgot about the stamps. Yeah, I thought they were just a hospital clue. But I guess the IV bag was more of the hospital clue. Why the fuck would the stamps be a hospital clue? Because they, they had the, the, the symbol on them. Caduce. Oh, uh, as long as we're having revelations, Jimmy? Yes? Roll me plus sharp. Oh, no. Uh, nine. Okay. So, Jimmy, you are... You have, like, a little mental pin board of things going <laughs> in your head. <laughs> There's a little Charlie Day in there. A little murder board in my brain? Yes. <laughs> okay. And you think about the stamps and the picture on the stamps, and you think about the thoughts that you've had before. <laughs> <laughs> One might call that remembering. <laughs> no, it's right. uh, thinking about old thoughts is what it's referred to. Thinking thoughts again? A second time? <laughs> <laughs> and you remember that that same symbol on the stamps is also one of the symbols of Hermes. Oh, this motherfucker. And that's where we're going to end the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Must always end on a motherfucker. (laughs) Anytime anyone utters it, the episode automatically ends. It's a Samuel L. Jackson rule. (laughs) I have no control. (laughs) On those YouTube videos, it's this, except every time you do this, it gets faster. (laughs) 
so that's where we are. And hopefully in the fifth episode. <laughs> I know these are a little shorter, but we're trying something. <laughs> so we will be back with the thrilling conclusion in two weeks. Or, or, uh, next or these dummies will make it a three-parter. We'll be back with the thrilling penultimate episode because we are too dumb to figure it out. So please- well, we are too dumb to figure it out. It's just whether or not she's going to spoon feed us the answer in the next episode. <laughs> she's going to make us wait for two. <laughs> Emily's going to open up the episode with... And then Hermes died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I hope you guys are all ready for Spear and Joking in Lost Atlantis, part four, uh, episode two. <laughs> and part as of five. yet, we still have not lit Atlantis on fire. I mean, there's still a whole other episode. I was going to say, we haven't blown anything up, but um, there was technically, one explosion. You, it wasn't us. Well, we but, didn't do it. And you definitely did light something on fire. That is yeah. true. Oh, yeah. We almost burned down a hospital. All right, well, let's get out of here. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, find us on Twitter and slash our Instagram at MonsterPodRPG. And you can find us on the interwebs at MonsterPod.Monster. And thank you to Lisa for our cover art. You can find her at Lisa Spiller on Patreon.com. Thank you to Gumbel for our theme music. Remember to rate, subscribe, review, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Okay, bye. 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 love the bachelor franchise ah the romance the adventure the drama but do you also kind of hate the bachelor franchise oh yeah the sexism the racism the intense heteronormativity of it all here at date card we're just two obsessed queerdos who love to dissect talk shit and get blocked by problematic contestants yeah we're here for the good the bad and the chad of it all you can find us on soblo media itunes and spotify please Please accept accept this rose. rose For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.